Welcome back to Real Talk Torah, here on the database with Rabbi Yeshua Eisenberg. I'm Rabbi Yeshua Eisenberg, and you've just entered the database. And for today's Real Talk Torah issue, we're going to talk about how one should daven on Election Day. Now, what exactly does that mean? I'll let you know soon. But first, I want to thank the first sponsors of the entire podcast, and those would be my older brother, Rav Daniel Eliezer Eisenberg. This is in honor and in dedication of the Harbatzas Torah that Be'ez Rashem, this podcast, will bring. Amen and thank you. I hope it does. And from Adir Chaber, Josh Rifkin, this is in honor and in dedication of the Rafua and the birthday of Rav Nachem Mendel Shlomo Eisenberg, my brother Mendy. And yes, so Mendy actually suffered a TBI, a traumatic brain injury, in a car accident almost a year ago. In 12 days, it'll be a full year. And actually, hopefully this week, we're going to have a Real Talk Torah just to discuss this uh, incredible experience that my brother um, had gone through. He's going to speak out. Um, I wouldn't say it's the first time that he's ever going to speak publicly about it, but it's the first time that we'll have it recorded. And so I'll be interviewing him here. But that'll be next time. But thank you, Daniel Yezer, and thank you, Josh Rifkin, for the sponsorships. Let us cut straight to the issue. So I'm going to let the cat out of the bag and just point out that we're, what we're going to talk about today it certainly pertains to the election, but it really is a tip on how to daven all days of the year. It's, uh, it's going to be just fundamental to tefillah in general. And... You know, it's, uh, it's something that will affect your everyday davening. But, of course, on a day like Election Day, where the stakes are just so high and we're all fired up, as we spoke about in the first Real Talk Torah. So, hopefully, if you are a Yorei Shemayim and you're a Torah Jew, so the things that you are passionate about and the things that you are really hoping for are things that will make their way into your davening. So hopefully, my hope is the first step is you already planned on davening that the election here in America should go well. I'm I'm just taking that for granted that that was on your agenda, that when you were davening, you're not just, um, you know, just reading the words without thinking about it, but you're reading the words and the thing that you're really thinking about that you're really hoping that should happen, so that's already making its way into your tefillah. And if, uh, you know, if maybe my, my assumption is, is, a, is a too great an assumption, but I'm, I'm assuming that. Now that we have that out of the way, you are davening because you want the election to go a certain way. What I think is now important is, well, how in general are we supposed to daven? Is Hashem just a soda machine that you push the button on the on the machine and then the, then all your wishes come out? So obviously we know that's not true. One of the main parts of davening, and we know that davening, the lashon of davening is his palel. It's um, his palel, which means to daven, but it's in the reflexive his palel form, which means that it's an experience that you are undergoing yourself. Rav Hirsch talks about this, but the idea is that when you daven, what you're really doing is you are creating yourself into a vessel that can hopefully receive 
that which you are looking for. But the ikr of tefillah, the main aspect of tefillah, is your bond and connection with Hashem as you are talking to Him. You are, you know, we, you know, we our is broken down into three parts. We have a, an initial shevach, we have a bakasha, and then we have hoda at the end. The whole point of this sandwich is really, if you think about shevach and hoda, they're both similar concepts um, that we... Um, that, that we're essentially doing is we are acknowledging Hashem and what he, what he does for us, who He is. He is the Almighty. When you say Baruch, what you, what you are telling Hashem, Baruch Ata Hashem, we are stating that Hashem is the source of blessings, not that we are necessarily ascribing anything to Hashem that Hashem does not already have, but we are acknowledging that He is the source of blessings. He's the only one capable of giving us exactly what it is that we need. He is the all-powerful. And in so doing, we enhance our own amuna and bitachon, and then hopefully we can become worthy of the things which we want from Hashem. Now, that, these are just you know, tips in general about how to daven. And again, the ikr that we're going to get to when it comes to the purposes of Election Day, um, the, again, those will also be relevant to everyday davening. But these are all just givens that if you don't, if you don't accept these, then you, you don't really know how davening works. So hopefully we, um, we have these ideas down as basic fundamental points in how to daven. Now that we got that, let's talk about exactly how this pertains to something as climactic and something as... as practical as Election Day, right? something as consequential as Election Day. Right? We, all, we, we, we keep on saying that elections have consequences, and this is true. And if they have such important consequences, then of course you should be nominating for that. Okay, so now that we have that understood, there is another important aspect to, to davening for something, especially if you have, let's say, a presidential candidate, or you have a political party that you are davening for. If, let's say, you know, none, none of the candidates actually um, excite you or, or represent what you want them to, but maybe there's a party that kind of represents your views. So, and I assume that many people fall into many of these categories, whether you're behind the candidate or you're behind the party, whatever it is. And we spoke about also in the first Real Talk Torah how very opinionated people are, and not just opinionated, but how sure they are of their opinion of who the candidate slash party must be that is voted into office. And if you're an Orthodox Jew, if you're an observant Jew, if you're a Yerei Shemaim, how could you not vote for that party? This is the party that's going to be better for X. This is going to be the party that's better for Y. Whether your assumption is this party is the one that's better for the United States, or this is the party that's better for Eretz Israel, or this is the party that's better for human rights, or this is the party that better represents whatever value it is that you have in mind. We're all very sure that the Torah opinion is on the side of this, this party, this president, this candidate. We, we, all, we all know for sure. Some, and yet there, you know, you hear people on, on, on other sides of the argument saying, oh, God doesn't have a political party. Um, 
but again, you know, there are consequences to elections and some which affect halachic issues. And even if God doesn't have a political party, he does have, I would call it an opinion if, if God's opinion wasn't fact. But there, there, there is Ratzon Hashem, there's Das Torah. Hashem has, quote-unquote, an opinion or maybe an impression on what's right and wrong. And it's obviously right if it's coming from Hashem. And so this leads us to a very important question in general of when we are davening for something, how can we actually be so sure that the thing that we are davening for is actually appropriate for us? Can you daven for something that's not appropriate for you? And the answer is, technically speaking, you could daven for something that's not appropriate for you, and you never actually know for sure if the thing that you are davening for is for sure what you're supposed to get, or if the, what, the thing that you are davening for actually aligns with God's plan and will actually be better for the world. It's interesting because I once heard a politician was at an event and the politician said, you should not put your faith in a political party. Now, he gave his reason. He said the reason is because, let's say, your political party doesn't win, which I think is a fair point if you are only relying on one party and that if the other party wins, all, all, all faith and all hope is gone. So then, yes, putting your faith in a political party is very not, you know, it, it, it's not going to hold if you lose. I think there's another important reason why you should never put your faith in a political party, why you shouldn't put your faith in any single candidate. And the answer is because we're all humans, we're all fallible, we're all imperfect, and maybe, well, you know, maybe these human candidates and these political parties will fail, even if they do win. Because, again, you don't know if that's what God wants. So, uh, so how are you supposed to daven? How, how are we supposed to daven for anything? I, I want to daven that this candidate should win, and you know for sure that this is the candidate that that's, that's going to be the one? So I'll point out a couple of things that I've heard over the years. Um, one of the big Torah Anytime speakers, or official Schachter, he's, he's known for his incredible humor. But what I really love about his shiurim is that he can take really lofty concepts, or I should say rather, he can take very mundane concepts, and he can bring out the loftiness in them. Now, I know some speakers who can do the opposite, um, you know, take a really lofty concept and make it really mundane so we can all appreciate it. Um, I would put Rabbi Yossi Zakatinsky in that uh, category. He's also on Torah anytime, huge speaker. Um, but what I, I think Rabbi Fischl Shachar, he does the opposite. He can take a really mundane concept, and he can really bring out the holiness in it and make you think about it in a way that you've never thought about it before. And he has spoken a lot on the concept, well, I think one of his pet topics is Amuna and Bitachon. But one of the big things that he spoke about that has really changed me is his thoughts on davening. So he has said that, and he's given different mashalim about, let's say a person, what he wants is he needs money. Right, because who doesn't? So this person is you know, maybe the the, the political, uh, you know, presidential candidates don't need so much money, but but we we regular people, so we need money, so we daven for money. Now, you have to be careful what you wish for, says Rafishal Shachter, because you might daven, you'll daven with all your heart, you'll daven with all your kavanah Hashem. What I need is the thousand dollars. I need the thousand dollars, the ten thousand dollars. Right, so you're davening for that ten thousand dollars that you're so desperate for, and then what happens? Hashem has many shluchim, has many messengers, and Hashem has many different forums for which he can get 
whatever it is that you want, whatever he wants to happen, he can make it happen. And let's say you are davening, and you're, the, and you're davening with all your heart, and what you really want is money. So Hashem could make it happen that somehow money ends up in your bank account. Hashem could make it somehow that money ends up in your pocket. Now, that could happen in many ways. That can happen in ways that's favorable, and that could happen in ways that's not favorable. And Rafael Shachter proceeded to tell a story of a person who ended up receiving money um, in, in, by way of fraud. And, you know, it might not have been intentional, but he got, he got tied up in a case of fraud. Now the police are after him, and he, guess what? He got the $10,000, and, um, and, and, and now there are people... You know, and now he's, he's at risk of being arrested because he has this money by way of fraud. All because he davened with all his heart that he should get the $10,000. So you might say, okay, well, maybe you should, maybe the answer is to daven in a way that, oh, Hashem, I should get the $10,000 in a way that's not illegal. And in fact, that is how we daven. This, this makes its way into our tefillahs. If you look, you'll find, for example, in, in tefillahs Geshem, when we ask for rain, we say, right, the famous story in the Gemara and Tainus with Choni Hamagel, where he wanted rain, and he said, oh, Hashem, you know, that's, that's not enough rain. And then he said, oh, Hashem, that's too much rain. So the point is, Hashem does things in different ways, and sometimes you should try, and I think more times than not, you should try to be specific in your davening. Right? We want it, we want it um, you know, in a way that's favorable. Another example appears in many sidurim in, in Shema Kolenu. There are other tefillahs that you can add. And in the tefillah for livelihood, it actually says that we're asking Hashem that he should be mefarnis and mechalkelas. And it says specifically that it should be Benachas velo betzar in contentment and not in pain. Beheter velo beiser and it should be in a permitted way and not in an usher way, uh, not a prohibited way. Bechavod velo bevizayon it should be in honor, not disgrace. Lachayim ulashalom and it should be in in for for life and for peace and all good things. So, and what's the benefit of doing this? Is Hashem trying to get us? No, but when we daven, we have to daven, We have to understand that Hashem is not just a, is not just a soda machine. But you have to be specific in how you daven. You should be precise in how you daven to the, as much as you can because since not everything that you want is necessarily good for you and Hashem tries to protect you, sometimes if you ask for something that you might not be worthy of and you ask for it in a very vague way, so Hashem, you know, on the one hand, He, you know, he doesn't want to necessarily wholly, uh, flatly reject its tefillah, but your tefillah can theoretically be turned against you. And again, not because Hashem is evil and Hashem's trying to get you, but because the thing that you were asking for, you might not have been completely worthy of it. And so you should ask Hashem in a way, I want this thing in a way that it should be in a way that you will, will give it to me in a way that's favorable. And if not, then Hashem, I trust that you don't, that this is not for me, and then don't give it to me. Right? Rav Salavajic says that when, this is what we say in Shema Kalenu, we say, um, we say that he should be makabel barachamim uvaratzom. What's barachamim uvaratzom with mercy and with favor? So with mercy is obviously that Hashem should even give us the chance. He should answer. He should answer our tefillahs. He should be there for us and give it to us whether we deserve it or not. But barachzon is Hashem only give it to me in a way that's favorable. If the, if there is no way within divine favor I can receive this in a way that I'm going to be happy with it, and this is going to come back to haunt me. So then, by all means, Hashem, you know you're, you're God. You know better. So. Only Beratzon, and if it's not Beratzon, then don't. Hashem, like, you, you know how to give it to me in a way that's good and in a way that's not good. So, 
the, my point is that a person can't be so complacent and so arrogant as to say, I know that this is what I want. You know, more likely, we should be davening every single day, whether, you know, whether the thing we want is money, whether the thing we want is an election result to go our way. The way you should really daven is in a way that says, you know, Hashem, what do I really want? I want menuchas hanefesh. I want simchas hachayim. I want shalom bayis. These are things that no matter, you know, they think that no, no matter how, uh, you know, how it's sliced, we want Hashem to give us these things no matter what. You know, these are things that are almost objectively favorable. And if we think about it, that's really what we want. You know, we think that, oh, the election result going my way is going to be the thing that will give me menuchas hanefesh. You know, if Hashem gives me this thing that I really want. You know, we, we, and there, there are a lot of real life important things to daven for, whether it's shidduchim, whether it's having children, whether it's, um, you know, like it, it, if, if there's something that's stressful, whether it's financial, whether it's psychological, emotional, these are all things that we should be davening for. But we have to, you know, have, first of all, you know, we have to have our priorities straight in terms of what's the end goal, what do we really want, is this going to help us with our Avodah Hashem or not? And then the, all, the other thing is to be precise because, again, we don't actually know for sure what it is that we're asking for. So when we, get, so when we stand up in Shemona Esrei on Election Day and we are standing before Hashem and the question is, okay, well, I have in mind who I think is the right candidate and... Let's be honest. Let's be humble about it. I don't know, actually, in Hashem's mind, in Hashem's plan, what makes more sense. And after all, my candidate, with all my tzvilos, could lose. Right? My party could lose. So I think, you know, the the proper way to daven to Hashem for anything, but especially you know on election day, is you could be honest with Hashem and say, Hashem, this is the candidate that I think is the right one, or this is the party that I think has to win, regardless of the candidate themselves. And you could you know again whatever side you're on, you say Hashem, I think this is the one that's better for America. Hashem, I think this is the one that's better for Eretz Yisrael. I think this is the one that's better for all the different reasons. Now, Hashem, you are Hashem. You know better than I do. You, you know who, who is needed at this time. You know who needs to be your shliach you know, for, for, for this particular purpose. So, Hashem, I'm putting in my, my 15 cents, and this is who I think. And I'm asking Hashem, that Biratzon, this is who should win the election. This is the party that should win the election. And Hashem, there's, you know, there's so, you have so many different options. Let's say things don't go my way. Let's say the candidate that I'm going for does not win. So Hashem, I daven right now, I ask right now that whoever wins, it should be Biratzon. Whoever wins, it should be leading in the direction of a Shem Shemayim. It should be in the direction of uh, the Gila Shechina in this world, bringing us steps closer to the world that Hashem wants, the world where Hashem's presence is felt, the world that is a redeemed world, that, that, that would get us closer to the goal, that would bring us closer to the days of Mashiach. Because Hashem, only, only you know. But this is the goal. The goal is that you know that, that there should be shalom, the, the the division should fall away, 
and everything should happen by Rotzon. When we think about that, you know, and as I'm saying this right now, what 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 occurs to me is that you know there there's so much more that we can be davening for than merely who wins the presidential race, right? Because we are in a very divided country anyway. That regardless of who wins, there are going to be there is going to be half a country that's very upset, and that half a country is is going to and and, uh, and the other whichever half of the country it is there's going to be a lot of unease and we are still in a very divided culture maybe what we should be davening for is for the restoration of unity regardless of who wins that's that that seems to me more implausible to take place than either of the two candidates winning the fact you know the, the the idea that we can actually come together again the the, the two you know sides of the of the divided political partisan America and th- th- that that should be what we daven for I'm not saying not to daven for to, for a certain candidate to win but again to think about what we want what we actually want what we think Hashem wants and daven with that humility Hashem again I don't I, I don't know who it's supposed to be I think this but whatever it is it should be Baratzon it should be Baratzono or Betzoncha, rather. And Be'ezras Hashem, you know, we, the, the election will come and it will go. And Be'ezras Hashem will all be alive. Be'ezras Hashem will all hopefully keep working on our Avodah Hashem. We'll keep focused on, you know, we'll keep our eyes on the prize. And we should get closer, whatever it is. It should be Baratzon, and we should get closer to the days of Mashiach. We should get closer to the days of the Geula, to the world as Hashem wants it, and not necessarily the world that we think it should be. I hope that was helpful for you. I thank you once again for tuning in, and I thank the sponsors again. And Bezra Hashem, we'll pick up next time.